Thanks for tuning in to For the Love of Humanity. This week we're sponsored by Mianetto Prosecco Trevisio. It's $13 at your local gas uh, station. actually $14. $14 <laughs> at your local gas station. We're celebrating here, the new here. move. Cheers to Mikey on his new pad. Let me just take a quick sip. We just moved into the Riverside area of Jacksonville, Florida. I'm officially a river rat now. We have a really great pad. It's so awesome. I can actually walk here. I'm, we're officially neighbors and I mean, this house, it, it was made for this, seriously. Look, check this out. Like, we're out here in this uh, back little patio area. This is where we'll probably be recording more often than not. Unless it's, of course, a thousand degrees out. This is Florida. <laughs> but if not, there's tons of space inside. There's, there's tons of opportunity in there to, um, you know, to have get-togethers. We're going to do brunches. We're going to have some meeting of the minds whatever whatever's clever right absolutely if you guys want to check us out on instagram we did a live video uh tour of the house kitchen independent is going to start hosting brunches here on sundays here shortly once we get settled in uh like she said we're going to get together and just have events here get together and eat food and talk about cool stuff and uh what better way to do it than at a really cool place in riverside so this okay. week on the show we're going to be talking about how to cultivate inner peace in a conflicted world. As we all know, that's kind of the case right now. Um, and how to do that, uh, kind of some subtopics. We're going to talk about giving back, um, side hustles, multiple streams of income, and things like things of that nature. One of the things I want to do as a side income is uh, create my own champagne. I think it would be fun. What better or, way? I mean, because this is what I was going to mention to you about that. I mean, you don't necessarily have to make the champagne. We can private label it. But yeah, so one of the things I'm interested in doing uh, for Kitchen Independent is when, you know, when we host events, I want to have our own Kitchen Independent labeled champagne and rosé. I think it would be a great way to uh, get our brand out there. Hell and it's yeah. just nice to have. Everyone loves champagne. People want rosé in the summertime. It's nice and cool. And what How better? do you feel about making it into almost a social entrepreneurship where proceeds, some proceeds go For sure, back yeah. To if we can, if we can find the right, the right brand to do it with and uh, partner with, then I absolutely would love to do that. Because that's the whole idea behind Kitchen Independent is to get local chefs together and like we want to have a giving back opportunity. And not necessarily a chef, right? Someone that loves yeah, to cook. Yeah, anyone that wants to cook. Like our whole concept behind our uh, brunches and stuff that we're like, all of our food events are basically donation based. Uh, we're going to call it the Church of Brunch on Sundays. We're going to get together at 1030 for service and we're going to so pass the collection. So let's call it the maybe the Church of Brunch or Church Brunch or Church of Brunch. The Church of Brunch. Church of Brunch series. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to come out, um, you know, it's donation based. So if you have something to contribute, whether you want to bring your own, uh, you know, breakfast item to share, or if you just want to bring a few dollars to throw into the collection plate, like that's the or idea. bring the Prosecco. Bring the Prosecco. <laughs> uh, enjoy the Kitchen Independent brand, Champagne and Rosé. Until we get our own, of course. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the whole concept is just get people together that really enjoy cooking and it's a melting of the minds. You know, we want folks that have different experiences, whether it's in a professional kitchen or at home or whatever share those experiences so you want together. to kind of talk about I mean if you've been following us and watching or listening to some of our other episodes this is something that's going to be revived so this is a brand that you kind of started in Indiana. yeah so in Indiana a couple years ago we started kitchen independent uh, because obviously being in the service industry 
we hang out with a lot of chefs, you know, cooks, guys that are on the line, you know, people that are inspired and want to own their own restaurant someday. And when you work in a kitchen and the line especially, you're cooking the same thing all the time. You're working with the same people. So the concept behind Kitchen Independent was to get chefs and, and cooks together. Pull to the be creativity able, out of them. Absolutely. Give them, them an really opportunity to really share and experience something different than what they're just cooking every day. Get outside of the box, so to speak. So they're in this little box, just like we all kind of are in some way or another. Um, but yeah, getting them out of that one box of like, okay, I go to work every day and I make this menu and I, you know, consistently and just letting them let their creativity shine. I mean, me personally, like I'm not, I've never been a chef, but I've always cooked. I grew up in a family of cooks and I'm very passionate about it. I don't want to work in a restaurant. I don't want to be on a line. I don't want to be in that like grind of it all, but I love to cook and share my dishes with people. And it's to me like the best you know, moments are sharing, you know, stories over food that people have created and just connecting with people over food is amazing. I mean, I know we talked about that show Ugly Delicious. I literally watched the entire season um, and it's, 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 it's a really good show and it kind of talks about all that too yeah chef ben from kitchen independent and i actually started uh ugly we delicious last night soon. yeah he's actually inside cooking right now uh <laughs> eggs breakfast as you would and it's like what 11 30 it's yeah. brunch time on a saturday it's saturday <laughs> yeah he's he's preparing he's prepping for our sunday brunches as i know he's excited about it uh, we're we, definitely gonna have to to probably create a page or put out some content do some video stuff once we revive kitchen yeah for sure and kitchen independent is on facebook so if you guys want to check it out uh we'll probably get all the other social media stuff going but we had probably do a youtube channel yeah so essentially what we did um a couple years ago when we started we had uh our music venue sortie arts and music and the kitchen independent food truck was kind of where it all started um, and then unfortunately we had a fire a couple years ago that took out our operations But that brought us here to Florida and I got to meet Lindsay and start all over Everything again happens for a reason Absolutely, so you know uh, out of those troubling times uh, Which leads us into our topic of conversation We were able to find something that we we're really passionate about and go somewhere where we could develop and cultivate that passion So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today on the podcast is how to cultivate that inner peace and find what you're really passionate about and what you love and, and to be able to get through troubling times yeah, just like that. exactly and I feel like a huge part of, of cultivating that inner peace is making sure that what you're doing in your daily life is aligning with your passions with your goals with even at the at the rawest form just doing things that make you happy like what are you most drawn to like what do you find yourself being drawn to on a daily basis I mean for me like just like what I was just saying like cooking um, is just one thing that I'm passionate about. It doesn't have to be, that's been my biggest problem. It's like, I always felt like, oh, I have to find this one thing that I need to do. No, that's not true. There's, there's no reason that we need to, um, fall in line or do what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? Like to me, like I, I have passions about multiple things and I, you know, I'm intentional about pursuing those things. Um, on a daily basis, weekly basis, or what have you. Absolutely, and I definitely think having a, a broader spectrum of things that you're passionate about and interested in definitely helps you feel more calm and at ease because you can't do the one thing all the Variety time. You burn yourself out. That was one sure. of the things I, uh, working in the startup industry years ago, you know, when you work from home, especially a lot of entrepreneurs and, and young business people, they work from home or they have like an office space. 
and all they do is they're they're on this one thing. They want to put all their energy into this one thing, and it and it creates burnout. It creates burnout, and also you know just putting all your eggs in one basket. I mean, you know, failure, and I hate to use that term. I don't like to use that word, but like just things not panning out are inevitable. So if you're dead set on this one thing and it doesn't pan out, more often than not, people are going to be obviously very upset, disappointed, et cetera, et cetera. For, and I know you and I are on the same wavelength when we have these you know, several projects, side hustles, things that we're pursuing. Um, and you know, if one of them pans out, great. You know, it, it's just, it's a matter of doing putting action behind all these little things like just like this 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 podcast we we love doing this this is we're not making any money off of this we're we're trying to make an impact we're trying to you know all the knowledge that we've learned whether it be through books experience of course experience being the number one thing um our you know quote unquote failures what we've learned from that we want to give back to you guys and that's the whole other piece of this puzzle is giving back to cultivate inner peace, you know, if I was just telling Mikey earlier, I just came up with this little quote, is like, if you're feeling like you're in a state of lack, it's time to give back. For sure. Yeah, and that's something that I've always uh, been interested in and all of my endeavors, all the different things I've tried to do, I always think about how it's going to affect people. It's not like, all right, well, I can make a bunch of money by doing this or I can, you know, create this cool thing and, and everyone will be excited about it, but it's like, how is it going to impact people? So no matter what you're doing, what is it what is it going to change in your community what is it going to change for people around you or people that are excited or even your employees you know say you own a business and, and you're hiring people or you're hot you're outsourcing uh, different projects to people how does it impact them is are they excited about it are they uh, passionate are they going to produce good content are they going to produce a good product because they're excited about it so that's something that you should always have in the back of your mind and all the different things that you're doing is how are you giving back to the community and the people around you? And that's exactly what we're doing here with the podcast. That's what we want to do with the Church of Brunch and, and both of our personal endeavors. You know, when I'm designing building a suit. Building a community. Yeah. Exactly. You're building that community. When I'm designing products for a client, I want to find out what's good for them, what's going to be the best fit, and I want to get them excited. I want them to be just as excited about getting a product for me that I, that I am being able to design you know, that you product. don't want it to be transactional you want it to be there to be meaning behind it because if it's transactional you're going to be chasing that sale all day long but if you can inspire people if you can motivate them if you can make them feel I know we talked about this in the last episode if you can make them feel a certain way by wearing that suit or you know providing that service then you know that's going to only like you know send this message out into the universe let's say that person's going to feel great and motivated and inspired and they're going to go tell their friends for sure and that just builds a bigger conversation no matter what it is that you're doing if you can get more people inspired by what you're doing it's going to get that that topic going so if you want to build your business you got to be excited about it and we talked about that in the last episode so if you didn't uh listen to the last episode check it out we talked about um you know, just being able to, to tell passion in people's voice, like the way they talk about things, you can see that. And then that goes back to what we're talking about today is in how do you find that peace? And I think that's a big part of it. If you can um, experience passion, you can share that passion with others, that really calms me. You know, when I can sit down and like people ask me, oh, so, oh you look great today, thanks. It's like, I just have my own clothes. I appreciate you saying that. And they're like, no way, that's cool. Uh, tell me more about that. Like, 
I, that makes me excited. That it makes me feel good about myself because like people are genuinely interested in what I'm doing, and they can tell that because of how I talk about what I do. Yeah, and and obviously you know, wearing something that means something to you because you created it is only like people you know people are visual. People are you know they see you and you're you're let's say you're walking by or you're you know he's a maitre d at a, a fine dining restaurant. You know they see him and his charisma, what have you, they're automatically going to be drawn to that and they're going to want to know your story behind that. For sure. So it's all about, you know, living your story and living the story that you want to tell about why you're passionate about what you're doing. Um, one thing I did want to bring up, because I know that this has been a thing for me in the past and so many other people, and I'm sure you can talk speak to it as well, but, you know, all the people that are out there right now in the grind of a job that they don't love, they're just trying to make that money, and that's kind of, this kind of ties into the whole side hustle thing. It's really gonna come down to you um, managing your time more efficiently to be able to start some kind of side hustle. Or maybe you wanna build a personal brand, like this is what I'm doing. Build a personal brand, and you know, to me, slow and steady wins the race. I'm not expecting this to, to happen overnight, or that I'm gonna have a million followers, and I'm gonna be some you know, famous person on Instagram. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking in the long, the long game, the long run of, you know, building my reputation online, um, you know, what I'm passionate about, putting that out there, and then hopefully over time, I can either monetize it or I can build a community, like, you know, just being involved in so many different things that you're passionate about really can only, the end result can only be, you know, what it is that your end goal is. Yeah, and for us, you know, obviously social media is a big thing that we are passionate about. We obviously have our podcasts we promote on Facebook, Instagram, and all that fun stuff. And then even outside of the podcast, both of us have pretty strong social presence. Uh, so we're looking for communities that are uh, interested in that same thing. You know, so one of the things we're doing later on this year is Social Media Day, which is a really cool event here in Jacksonville that we get to be part of as volunteers. You know, it's a way for us to connect with communities. So, like, what better way to find your inner peace and to find uh, comfort and to share your passions than by finding those communities uh, that allow you to share your passions together. And that's one of the things we get to go talk to people about what we do and what we're passionate about. And then we get to hear about what they're doing and, and learn from them. And you support know? each other. It really is just about that. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's another thing too, is that people want to get on social media. They want to put out content or they want to put out whatever it is they're trying to put out and then, you know, and then end it there. And that's, that's not... You know, you're not going to build a community that way. You need to support the people that you that inspire you, or that you you know look up to, or what have you. You need to make sure you're also supporting them. Social media is a two-way street. It's not just about I'm going to put my stuff out there and hopefully everybody follows me and blah blah blah. Um, you got to take some time out to also support those people as well. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that gets people bogged down is because they, we've kind of lost the social aspect of social media. The entire point is to be interactive with other people and, and your community and, and brands and stuff and like that. And that's what the algorithm changes is forcing people to do Yeah, that so as well. if you care about something, if you're passionate about a project or a product or a community or a topic, whatever it is, interact with them ask questions just like we want you to do on our show if there's something that you want to ask us about like a topic you want us to talk about that's why we say it every episode we're at the end of the show we're like hey 
let us know what you want to talk about. What kind of topics do you do? You have questions for us? Like, ask us. We're, We're millennials. Have to figure out how we you know, can do a poll of some sort. Yeah. So, like, this is the this is exactly what we want. We want that interaction. We want people to be able to feel free and comfortable talking to us and and really diving in. It's like we have experiences like oh we've done so many different businesses and just personal projects and different things like that and we want to talk about it but we have to, we want to find a way to talk about it in a constructive way so we want to know what your interest is what kinds of things you're passionate about and then we can relate to that in our experience things that you want to learn you know and we're not we're not sitting here on a pedestal like oh we're we know it all no we don't but the thing is we're utilizing this as a platform to share our knowledge but we're also going to bring in you know a third or fourth um, person to either interview or you know have them share their you know their expertise their knowledge their experience as well so if you shoot out uh, a topic to us that maybe we're not we know a little bit about but aren't can't speak to it too much we're gonna bring in somebody that that can and that does yeah that. for sure yeah once we get a good like we're, we're hoping to get a good pocket of episodes together just to build that you know backlog of content that way when you look for us you can see that like we've been at it for some time we only just started a couple months ago but this is something that like we have a bigger eye for you know like we're looking forward to the future and all the different things that we can do and we're excited to connect with our community so like we want to get to know our followers and our community and we want to know what you like to talk about what do you want us to talk about and I think that right there is going to be it, it's good for us because we enjoy the conversation like that's the whole reason we started just to have these conversations and then by allowing us to have the cop the, those conversations with you is even better i think a good idea that's something that just popped in my head i think you know maybe we can do it like once a month or something once we get the brunches started and whatnot depending on how many people are coming to the to the brunches we might be able to have like a once a month panel discussion of Ooh, some that'd sort be great. Yeah, um, where we could, you know, we could talk about food, we could talk about kitchen independent, we could talk about anything, really. So the sky's the limit. But um, I think that would be cool to have, like, a group session. Yeah, for session. sure. Yeah, and especially if we're already having a gathering, we'll get some folks together and say, hey, we're going to do a quick vlog, you know, come together. Like, we can get a couple more chairs in the set here and then do a Even, a like, this shoot. whole, like, idea exchange, meeting of the minds thing, um, that's something that we can re record on video and or audio, too. For sure. And like we were talking a little bit earlier about multiple streams of income and different things like that. And like that's one of the things that you can do within the one thing you're doing. You can always branch out and hit on different like we do in the show. We do little subtopics. So we we'll usually have like our overarching story or conversation that we want to have. But then we'll talk about little things that are relative to that. So Kitchen Independent, for example, like we're going to start our series with the Church of Brunch. We're going to do breakfast. We're going to do um, champagne and rosé and, and great breakfast food. But I also want to do like hot sauce. You know, I want to do get folks together and just make a bunch of different hot sauces. Almost like the whole like, like chili cook-off like concept. Exactly. But it can be with anything. Yeah, you know? so it's all within that realm of, of food, you know. And it doesn't obviously, necessarily even have to be a competition. It's everyone's take on this, maybe exactly. like a like a traditional dish. And everyone does that. Oh, my God. The, the, this just gets me so fired up. I think yeah. it's so cool. Like pick a traditional dish and everyone put their own spin on it. And then we could even do like, you know, guess the secret ingredient. Like Ooh, everyone does like. I said like the traditional dish their own version of it and then maybe put one little secret ingredient and then you got to try to guess what it is I like it I used to go uh, one of my friends back in Indiana Philip Hooper he did a soup fest 
every year. I love soup. Every Not year in, the in his garage. Florida, but I love soup. <laughs> yeah, so that might be a fun winter uh, project we can do. He did Soup Fest, so we would get together in his garage, and he had such a cool garage. Like he was a, a collector, so he has like all these cool like antique like trinkets and stuff. So it was like just a fun place to be for first of all. But then everyone would contribute. It was twenty dollars to enter, and everyone would make a big batch oh my God, of soup. I love this. And idea. then whoever like so you know there was like a viewer's choice. So like he was the the main judge, and it was be like all right, this is the one that I think is the best. But then there was like a viewer's choice or something you know something like that and then whoever won best soup would win half the pot so like oh my half god the money. this is so cool yeah so everyone contributed everyone brought soup in and contributed twenty dollars to the pot and whoever the viewer's choice was would win half the pot so like i want to do stuff like that where we just get folks together that are passionate about whatever it is it and doesn't this have is to like be food like almost like a bigger like, event like so kitchen independent we can do the brunch thing as like our normal kind of thing and then maybe once a month or whatever yeah we, um, do, we like, can do some little, type of contest or we doesn't even have to be a contest it could just be everyone like i said contributes their version of whatever we're you know whatever the theme is the food theme yeah, and I think that's just a cool way to get people that are passionate about things um, of this of a similar genre or topic, just to get together and like create with each other. It's you just, yeah. You just don't have the opportunity these days. Like everything is very uh, divisive Everyone's, and competitive, and yeah. you're just like, follow me, you know. Everyone like think we need about to get what I'm together doing. Together too. It's our goal here is to think about what we're doing. What is our community doing? What are we doing as a whole? You know, it's not, and that's exactly why I wanted to be in Riverside because I hang out with all these people from this community. They're all very interconnected all, and working all, on different things. A lot of times, if you're not, like, it all goes back to the intention. If you're not intentional about it, if you're not like, hey, everyone, let's get together and do this, then everyone is just, we're all communicating just on social media. I mean, you know, I created that little group, Riverside Cool Kids is what I called it, and just like, you know, a whole bunch of us that live in this neighborhood and it, again it's it's about being intentional don't like i i've definitely been um guilty of you know being sitting in that spot of like oh why are why aren't people doing anything like why aren't they doing blah 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 well it's not about that if you want to see if you have a vision if you want to see people get together do fun things then you have to be the orchestrator if nobody's doing it and that's kind of where how all this stuff is born. Yeah, and I in in the city that I moved from, I'm from uh, the third largest city. Well, I'm from Indianapolis, but I'm I, I moved here from the third largest city in Indiana. And one of the mottos that you hear a lot is "There's nothing to do in Evansville," <laughs> and that's like the motto. And I've come to Jacksonville, and I've heard the Why same thing. Why are you thing. relying on other people to create stuff? I've like, heard the same thing here in Jacksonville, and that's not true. Like I've been here a little over a year, and every week there's chock full of stuff to do people just say that because it doesn't it's things that don't interest them i guess sure and like that's that's the key if you don't have anything that that you find entertaining start something just do it invite like put it out there hey i want to do this this is something i'm interested in doing and anyone else want to do social that social media has is, is and don't get me wrong there's so much positives about it but the people that utilize it in the wrong way really really irk me the people that just go on there and just complain about what's wrong and this could be and i'm not trying to get into a topic about politics but it's just a good example of how people go on there and complain about all the thing that things that are wrong with it and i'm not going to say i'm not guilty that i haven't been guilty of that we all have been because we're all sick and upset with what's going on but if you really want to see change you need to get involved 
you need to do something about it because we cannot rely on these hierarchy of people to do it. They're they're corrupt, and you know if your heart is in the right place, then you need to be the leader of that pack. Yeah, and I feel like people always look towards influencers to 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 know what's going on, and for me, I'm an influencer. You know, like I don't consider, I don't look out and say, oh man, what am I gonna do tonight? What are they doing? You know, what are they doing? I wanna, what am I doing tonight? Like that should be the question. What are you doing? And then who can you get involved in that? So like I, every night I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm gonna take a look and see what's going on. That's great, this, this is what I wanna do tonight. So I'm gonna go out and then I'll just post it. Hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. That's why the check-ins and stuff like that, that's all very cool because people can see, oh, well, that's something that I'm interested and it's, in. it's tenfold, I'm going to go really, do that. Because it, it's tenfold. I mean, because you're, you're also support, like, you're, you're to me, and I know you're, you're on the same page, it's like, when we do stuff like that, like, we're also supporting that local business, Absolutely. that local band, that local whatever. Like, I'm so, I, I'm so about the support local movement like I just I, I I don't like big business. I don't like to support you know the conglomerate corporations and this and that whatever. Like I'm all about not only supporting local but the brands out there that are truly trying to make a difference. Like that's to me that's my that's one of my passions. Yeah, for sure. And I'm for me I'm always looking for that that local individual that's doing something that you can like. Oh, we could go to Dave and Buster's tonight and it'll be a great time. I just saw a commercial. I got seventy thousand points at Dave and Buster's. That's cool, but you could also go to the local arcade down the block, like literally blocks away. They got a bunch of retro arcade games. They got local craft brew, you know, that, that kind of thing. They're playing old 90s shows on the TV. Like, that's a cool thing. And there's not much that separates the owners of that place from you. So yeah, the, the degree of connection yourself, there is yeah. way tighter than you would think. Like, I actually met the owner of this particular arcade just at a bar once. Like, we were out in San Marco at Beer 30, and I was sitting down, you know, they had a little demo, and some guys were cooking food with some, some beer they were featuring. And we were sitting down, just got to chatting, and he was like, yeah, I'm actually working on building an arcade over in, uh, on King Street. And I was like, no way, where at? And he was like, Beer 30. And I was like, I go to, I go to that place all the time. The old laundromat, right? Yeah, so like I used to go there and he bought the laundromat next door and expanded and built this huge arcade. So now I go there all the time. Like it's cool because every time I see him now, he's like, hey, Michael, what's going on? It's and great he's to someone see you, you like, could invite to brought church Absolutely. Brunch. And he's someone that would come because yeah. like I, and I, it's not like I know so, him very well, but he remembers me and he knows that I come to his place and we, you know, he remembers where we met. Support, you support, if you want to be supported, you need to support. <clears throat> Absolutely. If you, you know, whatever you seek, you need to give. And that's where so many people fall short. And all of us, myself included sometimes, I have to remind myself, like, what, if what I'm trying to gain from the world, universe, from people, I need to give that in order to receive. For sure. It's definitely, there's a, what is it, the term, the ebbs, ebb and flow? I've been wanting to use that. Is that the proper term? I, can't, I, mean, I have this ebb that. and flow in my head. There's even some cool things in this book that I've been reading, which is freaking awesome, by the way. I mean, it's 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 by a, a female. It's a female author, but I don't feel like it's just geared towards females, which is why I wanted to bring it up. But it's called "You Are a Badass: How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness, Greatness, and Start Living an Awesome Life." And it sounds kind of cliche, but there's really got a lot of good stuff in here. I mean, she's, she's and a an New York author. Times bestseller at that. Yeah, I mean. I, if you want to keep talking, I can maybe pick some things out that I kind of wanted to share. I wanted to feature uh, this book that you brought. <laughs> 
get shit done. That's the motto. And it's just and a notepad. A, it's blank because you write the story. All right? <laughs> get shit no, done. But but that's write my the notepad story. For, for our podcast. In the beginning, there's podcast that. notes. Boom. <laughs> I designated this for our <clears throat> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've been uh, to all these different cities in the U.S. When I first got out of college, I traveled a lot, and I worked with startup companies and uh, mostly in the food industry for the for the first bit of it. But, you know, going to all these different cities, and, like, that was one of the things that I always had to try to find out what was going on. So you're looking for those things, and, like, I would find the just hole-in-the-wall places, and I would have a blast. Like, I was in Nashville for a weekend once. And I was, I looked on NashvilleScene.com and I was like, oh, a little festival, $30, whatever. So I go there and it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Okay. And then I went back six times after that, like just because that one time I just stumbled upon this festival, 22 artists called East Nashville Underground. I don't know if they still do it anymore, but if they do, you should go. Um, but it was just the coolest thing. So like, you never know what kind of things you're going to run into. And it's just about being aware. And people are always like, oh man, you're so lucky. You you get into all these different uh, opportunities and this and that. And it's like, I, I don't believe in luck. It's not luck. I'm aware of what's going on. I keep my eyes open and I'm looking for opportunities. And I'm looking for places to go and people to meet. And I'm always open to talking Same to people. Here. Sometimes I'm, folks get closed being off. Being observatory. You <clears throat> have to be observatory and not going into a situation of like, what can I gain out of this? Goes back to what I was saying before. Um, seek what you seek you need to give you need to go into a situation and we've talked about it in previous um, episodes like if you're at a networking event you are going there for a purpose think about what that purpose is and think about how you can provide that before you ask for sure just a couple of things I wanted to kind of shout out from this book because I've been reading it and I've just been you know it's just really been putting me in a positive mood um, one thing she talks about, um, this is actually not her original content, if you will, but she, she mentioned somebody else. Um, hold on one second here. So this is, I don't want to go too much into the story, but basically the person that came up with this blog, which turned into a best-selling book called 29 Gifts. Um, let me see who the original person is, if her name is in here. Well, I'll try to find it, but for now, I'll just talk about, you know, it basically says that her blog ultimately led to a New York Times bestselling book called 29 Gifts, and it's about attracting good things and feelings into your life. Send awesomeness out to everyone around you. Here are some good ways to get in the give and take flow, the ebb and flow, like you said yeah. before. I'm not going to read the entire thing. I'm just going to kind of uh, bits and pieces here, but... Um, she says, if you haven't already, pick one or two causes that have real meaning to you and give to them every month. Give however much time or money you can, but do it consistently so it becomes a habit. Give one of your favorite things in the world away to someone who would totally love it. Leave a dollar more than you normally would every time you tip, or ten. If someone is being snarky, instead of sinking to their level and being snarky back, raise them up by giving them the love. That is something I struggle with. <laughs> Same. I'm very snarky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just to be able to smile in the face of you know meanness or whatever like that's that's hard for me and honestly i think that's something our generation is challenged with because we grew up in this digital troll age you know like we on messenger and on facebook and whatever we're just like there's this culture of trolling so it it translates into the real world and that's not a good thing 
You know, and I, don't get me wrong. Well, not for everybody, though, because I want to say that a lot of those people that troll and say that shit would never in a million years say it to someone's face. It's the internet that has allowed them to yeah, get away sure. with it, so to speak. I mean, I know for me, a big part of my friend group uh, in my younger years, in high school especially, it was like our group was tied together by the fact that we trolled each other. So like we were always making fun of each other and picking on yeah, each so other and that kind of spirit, thing. If it's a good spirit, then it's fine. If yeah. you guys are at an understanding that, you know, it's all fun and games, but, you know, it's, it more, it's more or less strangers that you know well i think that's the issue is people have gotten comfortable with it within their friend groups and this and that and that it translates into stranger interactions especially on the internet and they don't realize that that's not I've totally common decency you know i like, removed myself from a lot of that i used to get sucked into it oh, i used yeah. to let it uh, upset me and i'm just like at the end of the day like i don't know many, how many times i had to do it to where it's like I, i'm seeking this like inner satisfaction of like <laughs> I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna put my thoughts here are my thoughts go fuck yourself like and then sign off or whatever and at the end of the day I'm like hmm am I really making an impact am I really changing that person's yeah, you're mind just pushing people away from the conversation at that point it's just it's it's such a useless unproductive use of my time to get involved in those kinds of things I mean where the real magic happens is when we're in a community together trying to foster a community um, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other, all the things that we've been talking about with Kitchen Independent and just in general is really where the productive use of our time comes into play. Yeah, and I know for me, like, uh, I, I love to debate. So, so a lot of times it doesn't even matter if it's my opinion or not. Like, I'll just pick the opposing side and I'll debate it because it's fun for me. And, like, I've, I always had this mindset of, like, all right, well, when you're, when you're hit with the challenge, Take yourself out of. I kind of do the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, take Maybe yourself out of your step, bubble, <laughs> and look at it from a third perspective. But like, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and especially in the past year or so. And like, I'm no longer taking myself out of the bubble. I'm going deeper into the bubble and thinking more about what I can control around me. You know, because a lot of times you're like, all right, well, this is my my challenge right now. Let's think about it out here, and then you're worried about what the what's going on in the, the country as a whole, the world as a you whole. You have to try the, to leave your emotions out of it because that's where it gets sure. really, really messy. Yeah. So like, I'm diving deeper into it, and it's like, okay, well, uh, let's stop worrying about what's going on in the uh, other end of the country or in the world or whatever, and like, what's going on right here in my community. What can I change? What can I impact in Focus my neighborhood? Focus on what you can control, not what you can. Absolutely, and like it's it's one of the biggest things is like people get very uh, bogged down in life because they're like, oh, everything is against me, the entire world is and against is me, the country, the the, the people. The media like, is fostering is is that very ideology. I mean, I shared a, a you know I reshared something, a memory, if you will, um, on Facebook just the other day. And it was about freeing yourself from mental slavery, which is what the media, the news, and basically, you know, a lot of the shit that's regurgitated on social media nowadays. Like, I am being very, very intentional now. Anytime I see something shared that I'm like, that's, I don't hate to use the term fake news, but like... Alternative facts. Yeah, like ABC, Fox News, whatever. Like, all, like, the major news outlets or just anything that I feel that's being shared that's, like, just... Just the, with the main goal of divisiveness, I'm like, unfollow. Like I'm not even. Sure. I want my news feed. Like I hate to say it, cause I I, I I try to keep people 
you know, I try not to delete people or block people that I feel have opposing views is from me because I want the diversity of opinion, but I don't want the closed-minded people, the ignorant people, which is rampant right now, of course, with the trolling and all of that. Um, so I don't want to see that stuff. Like, I've been limiting my social media a lot lately, and I feel like, you know, it's helping in terms of keeping clarity of mind. It definitely gets, keeps you in a positive mindset. And, like, one of the... my. My previous following from Indiana, I had to get a new account and all this because I maxed out my, my follower or whatever. So my old list, I didn't block or, or delete or anybody. Like I had everyone on there because I wanted to hear all these opinions. But then it becomes to a point where if you're not willing to have a civil conversation and be open and understanding of other perspectives, then you're not helping anything. I think we need to start a, a, a debate club here too. Oh, I used to be on speech team in high school. I love debating. Because I'm like all, this I'm all, all about goes it. back to what we were just everything. This is like all kind of tying into each other. But it's like how much real conversation you have on the fucking internet. You can't like. There's no tone of voice. There's no. You know, even over text messaging. I know I've been like, you know, there's certain times where we catch each other on text message, and I might come off bitchy towards you, and it's not. It's in jest or it's not on purpose. It's just, it's things can be so lost in just lost reading in a text message, you know, or reading text on a screen, and we're so used to that. Um, so I think having this, you know, community driven, in person, you see people's emotions, you read their body language, that all makes such a difference in having a con like, you could have the same conversation online as you can in a, in a group setting in person. And it would be it would go completely different ways and honestly with the culture of live streaming and you know snapchat video and instagram video and all this stuff like that's it's nice to see all that because it is allowing us an opportunity to really talk to each other facetime and all that connecting you can at least see somebody's body language mannerisms it, a the lot way of, that they're trying it's to voice it's body language like you're saying like it's all there's so much more to just the text you know, and like Lindsay and I get along so much better in person than we do on text because we're both snarky people. So in text, we're just assuming like, oh, this is like. Or you can catch me at a wrong time, a bad time. Yeah, like you never last know. night, we were texting, and I'm just like, chill out. The only reason I said this because I like all week I feel like I'm being like pushed, and this is, and, and I'm not going to lie. Like I am part, one of my main jobs right now. I'm not happy with. I need to get out of it, and I don't want to go too far into it because this is be posted in the interwebs but uh, basically I, I you know there's there's weeks that I have that are extremely stressful and is there a cat outside perhaps <laughs> is that okay that's a feral cat that's not mine oh it looks like your it looks like bay yeah this uh they have two cats there's a lion cat right there Must on the porch okay. and then another one down there okay lost my train of thought what was I saying cats oh wait <laughs> no we weren't talking about cats um text online oh messaging. yeah yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, you're being caught at the wrong time and, and, you know, you might react a certain way and, you know, it just, it happens, unfortunately. Like when you're just reading something on a text, you're take you're, you're, the way that you're perceiving it is totally, totally your own perception because you're reading words on a screen. For sure. So. 
Yeah, so like last night is a great example. Uh, I got off work about 10, 11 or whatever, and I text Lindsay, we're planning on recording today. And I said, hey, what topic? Like, what's the topic? I just want to get a little heads up, do a little research. And she was like, oh, I'm not sure yet. And I'm like, all right, well. You're like, like, check the notes, do this. And that's the way that I was perceiving it. I'm like, oh my God, calm down. I'm like, and I'm very much a solo. I like, I need my solo time to like get back to normalcy. Like I had a long stressful week. It was like, I had just was like ending my week. I went out to, you know, grab food with a friend and that was cool. But like, I needed to get home, get in a hot tub and just fucking soak and just, I knew it. I knew that once I had that time to myself, that I immediately would come up with an awesome topic, and I did. She did exactly that. She figured, <laughs> she found her inner peace, and thus came and up I with the topic of the podcast. And I knew that that's what I needed. I even told him that. I was like, "Listen, I was like, I had a long, rough week. Let me jump in the tub. Let me do my thing. Let me meditate." And I did all that. And I was like, and as I was meditating, I was like, "Okay." I wasn't forcing it. I wasn't like, shit, I gotta come up with a topic now. I was just like, <laughs> oh, let the wave come over me. Let me think about it. Let me digest it. Um, you know, what, what What? am I impassioned to speak about tomorrow? And even though that the topic is maybe a spinoff from some of the things we've talked about, it's obviously like if we continue to come back to certain topics, but like they spawn into different things, that's fine because it's, it's things that we're passionate about and it all ties into making an impact. At the end of the day, I think that's a great framework to come up with topics is how do we want to make an impact on you guys? What have we struggled with over the last, you know, eight to 10 years as a millennial, so to speak, to be able to provide you guys with the tools you need to get to where we are or whatever. And ladies. Guys, ladies, same thing. You know what I meant. <laughs> respect, mad respect. <laughs> Women Appreciation Day. Holla. Oh yeah, happy International Women's Day. It's a little late, but <laughs> w Women's Day, get shit done. I don't know, I'm gonna check. We're at 44, so we can wrap it. Well, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this. I hope that we're continuing to inspire and make an impact. If you have feedback, please share it with us. If you want to be a guest on our show or podcast or whatever, Please reach out to us. You don't have to be a thought leader or a famous person, pseudo famous person. You can just be a regular old millennial. Like I honestly, I mean, I hate to like kind of like piggyback off of other people's ideas, but I know that it would spawn into our own thing anyway. But like a perfect example is Gary Vee when he has his call-in show and it's always millennials because that's the demographic that he's reaching out to. They call in with questions and he helps them navigate through starting a business, personal brand, or whatever, what have you. With us, I think it would be great to have someone on, like uh, a millennial on the show For sure. to ask questions, and then we just kind of have conversations around that. Yeah, and the thing to remember is that you are an influencer. Everything you do is influencing someone around you, so think about that. You don't look towards everybody else and say, well, what are they doing? You know, what are, where are they going? What are you doing, and where are you going? That's what you should be thinking about. If you have a topic for the show, we want to talk about it. If you have questions for us, let us know. We're excited to have open and honest civil conversation with you. So let's be a part local, of that. If you're local, 
reach out to us. You can come join in on Church of Brunch series for um, for Kitchen Independent. Yeah, if you guys like brunch and Kitchen Independent branded champagne and rosé, we're going to have that. Conversation. Uh, going to be a good Conversations time. about ideas and, and, and just in general, creativity, etc. Also, check out smdayjacks.com for more information about Social Media Day in Jacksonville. For sure. If you are local here, if you're, even if you're in the state of Florida, we're looking to, you know, have people come up. It's We're really looking to put Jacksonville on the map here. So um, check it out. Absolutely. And we're going to be there. So if you want to come and hang out with us and get on the show, like we're going to be video recording the entire weekend. We're going to be on live Instagram. We're going to be doing uh, like, what is it, where they come up to you on the street and ask questions. We're going to do that too. Interviews. We're going to do all of Social that. Social media day. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have like 10 devices in our hands. Like, hey, look Yeah, I'm going to build like one of those contraptions. You know, like <laughs> the guy, he's got like the drum with Dude. the hi-hat and the harmonica. It's going to be that, but with cameras and, and microphones. And I'm not even kidding. We should do something <laughs> silly like that. We seriously should. Something with I like, want GoPros on like, my shoes like, facing like my face. Like octopus arms, but they're... They're, you know, they're metal or whatever, and they extend up, just like that extension doc, thing that we doc, have. Doc, I'm going to have a 3D camera on my head. Well, I'll put an um, iPad on my chest. I'll you, have two phones attached to my hands. I'm going to get biometric implants into my Can eyeballs really so that, you though? see what I, I see. I think that would be hysterical if I we had two phones attached to our hands, an iPad here. Hey, guys, we're promoting Social Media Day. Thanks for listening to For the Love of Humanity. Find us on SoundCloud for the love of humanity and subscribe on iTunes. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Holla. Please like, support, share, feedback. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>